0: It's Monday, then that means one thing. It's time to molly walk. Line, oh, line drive was knocked down. Play at
2: the plate. Now again, got Haggerty hung up. Timo coming to third. Runner scores. Runner to third. Safe. Wow. How about that? How about that? 3-2
0: Mariners! Uncensored, unscripted, and filled with the passion that all Mariners fans can relate to.
2: Hit it hard down the line. That is a fair ball. Everybody runs. Gino's going to score. Digging for three and getting there with a dive.
0: Adam Frazier, a two-run triple. And brought to you by the company that's all about Seattle sports, Simply Seattle. Visit simplyseattle.com for the best Mariners gear.
1: And this should...
0: Do it.
3: J-Rod makes the catch. Game over. Mariners take the game and sweep the series in Anaheim. Final score today, 11-7. Now with the Molly Watt
0: boys, Nathan Bishop from Dome and Bedlam and Chris Crawford with NBC Sports Edge.
1: Try looking to put a good swing on a pitch right here. Two and two. Two outs in the ninth. Hit it hard. There's that shortstop again, Nick Allen. He's played a fine defensive series, and how about that? The A's take two out of three, and the Mariners come home from a, to the Seattle. A five and four road trip. That's not what they were looking
2: for.
0: Along with Kevin Schocke, here's Ian Furness. All right, here we go. It's a
4: Mollywop Monday. Big thanks to Root Sports for those highlights. Mollywop Monday brought to you by Simply Seattle, simplyseattle.com. And of course, don't forget, KJR15 is your code to check out for your discount for all things at simplyseattle.com, Mariners Gear, and of course all the other teams as well, but we focus in on the M's and we have our guys with us this week, Chris Crawford, Nathan Bishop, Kevin Shockey, and myself as we uh, get you ready for another fun week of Mariner Baseball. Look back at last week's Mariner Baseball uh, week that was uh, a mixed bag to say the very least, especially after a road trip that uh, probably wasn't what they expected, especially starting after a, uh, a loss to Texas in the series and then a win by a sweep and then another loss to a bad baseball team, but a new week begins tomorrow with the Guardians uh, in town later on this week after the two with the Nationals. Gentlemen, as always, we start with opening statements. Nathan, go ahead.
5: You know what, guys? Uh, I'm so stoked. Uh, I'm going to kind of riff off of what Chris was talking about last week. Uh, the, the road trip was not ideal. Uh, the Mariners were due to have a road trip like that, to be perfectly frank. They've been playing over their talent level for uh, a while now. And uh, they still came away 5-4. and four. It was not a disaster. It could have been a lot better. But I'll tell you what. There are 40 games. We're almost exactly at the 75%. We've got a quarter of the season to go. It's just time for a dead sprint for 40 games. They're in a three-way tie for the three wild card positions. Um, I've talked a little bit in the past. I'll keep it short. But, man, this is the first season that my oldest son has really gotten into baseball. We are going to our first game together at T-Mobile Park in probably five years on Friday. Really good buddy. Got me some nice seats. And uh, I can't (laughs) tell you how excited he is. He's been asking me for a week about when that game is going to be, who's going to pitch, who the pitching probables are, who's going to play, and um, the electricity that he feels, I think, is something that a lot of people in the region are feeling. And I just, you know, there's there's a lot of negative things I could say. I've built a brand off of saying negative things about the Seattle Mariners, but this is a very exciting time. Every single game now will matter a whole lot. That's all you want.
1: Chris? Okay, before my opening statement, I just want to check something. Yeah, Jose Suarez is still throwing that pitch. It is still happening over and over <laughs> again on my television screen. Um, I think the one thing I learned from this weekend is how much tickets, hot dogs, and sodas cost uh, at the uh, Angel Stadium. It was that was one of the funniest things that I've ever seen in my life, and it was such a encapsulation about this baseball team. To be completely honest with you, that they ended up winning that game. Well, they haven't played very well as of late, and they won some games that they probably shouldn't have against the Angels, and they probably lost a couple of games that they maybe outplayed the athletics, but this is what 14 game win streaks do. When you win two straight weeks worth of baseball games, it gives you the position to have these kind of results matter less, and that's an awesome thing, and then, you know. We've talked about this schedule and, you know, they're probably I I would imagine that they're going to win either two games against the Nationals or split that series. It won't be that baseball team is just too bad for. Oh, goodness gracious. So I hope I didn't just jinx the heck out of this baseball team. But this series against Cleveland is a big one. Cleveland is a very solid baseball team that is very similarly built to the Seattle Mariners in terms of talent. And then they're going to have a September stretch there. They've got four against Detroit. Thank goodness for that, because Detroit is just awful. But they're going to play some really good teams that are right behind them. This is a big-time baseball, and it is, like Nathan said, it is very fun that all of these games matter.
2: Kev? It still feels like at some point it has to move from, okay, we can we do really well against the bad teams, but, boy, we just can't beat the good teams. 100%. And it, and it feels like this last month, Has almost been like, okay, now let's make sure we can prove we can beat some of the good teams. And they did. And now we're like scuffling against this crap of Major League Baseball. But I'm trying to remind myself as we go through this scuffling nine games. I mean, they're still still above 500 in these last nine games against terrible teams. So Mm -hmm. that's a good thing to remember. And the fact that this series before, they beat the Yankees in the series. And the series before that against the Yankees, they beat them there, too. I just, it feels to me like we're kind of shifting what we're doing to, all right, look, you you, you have to do damage against the bad teams and you have to be able to hang with the good teams. And it feels like they're kind of leaning into that a little bit more. So I find myself generally at peace with the fact that they're not killing these bad teams right now, which is very strange. And I will be very disappointed if they don't win these next two against the Nationals. But overall, I feel okay with the whole thing, which is kind of strange.
4: I uh, first of all we're going to give tickets away for the two games against the uh the Nationals. Uh later on in the radio show today we'll do mm. that. Uh, I'll tune I, in. I don't have the Friday my <laughs> Friday tickets to give away because I gave them to somebody else. Mm, Who that be? <laughs> just, Damn <it>. yeah. lucky <laughs> bastard. He is a lucky dude. Um but so stand by for that. Uh the two the code word is what Kevin Portland sucks. Obviously. Yeah, just remember that in just a little bit. We'll get to that. Mm. Uh later on in the radio show today. Let me start with, uh, Nathan, I believe it was you that I learned this from yesterday. The Mariners right now have the exact same record after the same number of games as last year. Is that correct?
5: That is correct. They are 66-56, and just as they were last year. It's almost like uh, some people who were on your show a while ago that said the Mariners were going to build a better team that was going to have a very similar record to last year were correct. I don't know who that was. Probably some idiot. But, yep. That's might the case.
4: Been, might have been Chris. I'm not sure. Uh, He's but, some uh,
1: idiot. <laughs> yeah. He's some idiot. But what?
4: A, but what a difference a year makes. Because a year ago we were talking about this team and it was kind of fun, but it wasn't to the fun level that we've had the last few weeks. Why? Well, because. The same records can be very different in a lot of ways. One would be run differential last year at this time. The run differential was, I believe, minus forty-two uh, roughly at this point in the season. This year, obviously they're on the plus side of that. In addition, one year ago, we had two wild card teams. This year we have three. The two wild card teams last season at this same point, the same number of games played with the same record a year ago. The Mariners were sitting two and a half games out of uh the wildcard spot. And they actually had a team in between them that was only a half game out as well. So it was yep. a very different feel from where they are today, where they are tied with the other two wild card teams, a virtual tie for those three spots. So it is really interesting how one year can make quite a bit of a difference, not just because of the extra wild card, but because of where you are in the standings. We've always, ta- Kevin and I, talked about it a ton, uh, even outside of this show. It's not so much sometimes, especially in baseball, uh, where you are in terms of how many games behind you are. Hockey has the same thing. I know we discussed this last year with the Kraken for a brief glimmer of a moment before they were totally out of it in December. But it's not just so much where you are in the standings. It's that that group of teams that can be between you and the other spot and who those teams are. Right now, the M's are still very much in the driver's seat, despite losing two of three to a bad Oakland team. Uh, and now, obviously, they got the Guardians coming later this week after the Nationals. So I thought you said it well, Nathan. I know not everybody agrees with this. It's baseball guy, but every game's big. Every series is big. That's what's fun about this time of the year. You look forward to every single. In fact, tonight kind of is a bummer. There's no baseball tonight. Yes, yeah. it kind of sucks, right? It's just not. It's not fun. Usually this time of the year, no baseball. Eh, whatever we move on, you do something else. You watch The Bachelor or whatever else might be on TV, and you and you, you take you know take things in stride. Now we're missing having baseball, despite the fact there are, by the way, two matinee games this week one of which was forced there because of a concert, apparently. That's why that second game, that first game of a series, is a, a matinee game, which is unfortunate because what we have seen is that people want to watch baseball on Root Sports, even with the technical glitches, which we can share their misery as we had the same last week. All right. <laughs> uh, let me let me move to a, a different topic. Uh, it is a Molly Wap Monday brought to you by Simply Seattle, com, and, of course, KJR15 is our code. Chris, start with you here is Is yesterday's game kind of a microcosm of who and what this team might be in this sense? if they don't get great starting pitching, this is still a team that can be in trouble as as good as they have been. The record shows that and all that, but that that margin of error is very razor thin.
1: Yeah, I think that absolutely that that hits the nail on the head. It, it totally is is that they need, especially Luis Castillo and Robbie Ray, they need those guys to be on much more often than they're not. And I don't think Castillo was terrible. Because, But here's the other thing, too, is they need Luis Castillo and Robbie Ray to miss bats. Because, again, we've talked about this. This defense is not great. This, Especially, particularly, this outfield defense is not great. They really need those guys to miss bats and initiate a ton of weak contact. And even a weak contact has a chance to drop in when you have the corner outfielders that they were playing for the majority of that series. It's just not great. But, yeah, you're 100% right because you cannot count on this offense to score six to seven runs or even five to six runs. Uh, Luis Castillo, unfortunately, it's not necessarily fair to him, has to be a guy who goes out and gives up two runs or fewer and misses a bunch of bats to prevent this defense from turning singles into doubles and making some silly, silly plays. Just saw some absolutely silly defensive plays in the outfield and in the infield against that that Oakland team that is just dreadful. It's it, That's a bad series loss, but yeah, absolutely. I think that's perfectly said that this starting pitching, particularly at the top, has to be on much more often than it's not.
4: Nathan?
5: It's just such a, a razor-thin margin for this roster still. Um, right. If they can get through six innings with a lead. At this point, I don't think you can argue that the strength of this entire roster is the bullpen. Um, it reminds me a lot of the 2014-2015 Royals in that respect, where if you get through two-thirds of the game, you are highly likely to win. However, as Chris and Ian just said, man, you need your starting pitching to be lights out. And with, if I had any major concern here, and I want to be very clear, I think it feels weird as Mariners fans to say this, with the way that the playoff, Uh, scenarios are now and where the Mariners are and with their schedule remaining, it would actually be a choke. It will be a choke job if this team does not make the postseason at this point. And um, what they need is they need their starting pitching to get them to the seventh inning with a lead because not only is this the talent level of this lineup not particularly great, some of its best players like Ty France are really scuffling right now. And there's just no margin for error there, guys. Kevin? Yeah, I, that's
2: the thing that I'm most impacted by over these last nine games is boy, their lineup looks so different when Ty France is struggling because yeah. Ty France. I mean, I I actually looked it up because I was curious. I'm like, boy, it seems it seems like he's the only guy that's really scuffling at all right now. And and honest guy so we look over the last nine days, he's the only regular that's not good, mm. and every other regular is. At you know, Define, WRC not, plus. Good. Define w- not good. WRC plus is what we see all the time now on TV. So, twi- and, and you know, I like the plus because it's a hundred is average. If you're above it, then you're above average. Sure. And if you're below, then you're not as good. Every regular is at a hundred or better right now over the last nine days, except for Ty France, whose WRC plus is two. <laughs> again, <laughs> say that again, I'm going to say, say this again. again. I think you need to hear. Okay, okay, so of of the eight guys that have. Started in eight or nine games in the last nine days. One player is under 100, which is under average. Everyone is at 100 or above, except for Ty France, who is at two. <laughs> so in the last nine games, he's played in eight of them. He has a 121 batting, excuse me, a 121 batting average, a 205 on base, and a 121 slugging.
1: Ooh, that's slugging. That's, Oof. they
2: can't. That it is, I don't know what's going on with him, and I know that he had a good quote, and obviously he's he's working on it. I don't think he's like just quitting or anything like that. But boy, it, if he's not right, I mean, he's the only reason that they didn't do better this last. He he is the number one reason in my mind that they are five and four of the last nine games and not better. Well, Chris, yeah. the other part of it is
4: he's he should be one of the number one reasons along with Julio why they're where they are right now today. But how, oh, yeah. how,
1: how concerning is this? Extremely concerning because. I just, I don't think he's, I don't want to call him a liar, but I don't think he's being completely truthful with what's going on because health he's wise. just not making, he's health just, wise. yeah, health-wise. I just don't yeah. think, like, he is a guy who has stung the baseball and hit the ball, like his hard contact percentage is not elite by any stretch of the imagination, but he was the guy who would hit those line drives to the opposite field. I honestly thought, like, I was really uh, encouraged by that singly hit Uh, against Los Angeles to tie the game at 2-2. And then, of course, we got to watch it over and over and over again without actually getting to watch it (laughs) over and over again. But, yeah, this is big. And the fact that he's not driving the ball, uh, Divish is right, and everybody who's had the reports, and he's admitted it as well, that he's swinging at everything right now. Like, his approach at the plate is not good. He is clearly going through some things. But they got to get him right, or they got to drop him in the lineup because they cannot afford how many times was Julio Rodriguez stranded at second base with Ty France batting second in these last few games. Too many to count, and it's just not something that can happen. You have to have a guy who can drive that guy in right now when he's standing at second base.
5: I, I just want to add, if I can, really quick, since we're talking about it's not just results either. I saw some, it. I know this is not a visual medium, but uh, there is a tweet out there that you can find that just shows a rolling uh, average of Ty Francis exit velocity, which just measures how hard he's hitting the baseball. And since sure. the beginning of 2001, he is sitting there well above league average. And right around when he came back from that elbow injury, it Nosedived well below league average and has stayed there ever since. It's not just that he's not getting results; he's just not hitting the ball very hard, and it's been going on for a couple months now. So
1: it And is it's not like he was. It's not like he was out for like such a long period of time that he had to like make this adjustment to get back. He, he was. He was only gone for a short period of time. This should have been, if everything was okay, a pretty smooth transition. I I, I really struggling with the answers that they're giving me for why Ty France is struggling.
4: Cav, you look like you want to jump in.
3: Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> look.
0: Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.
2: He is one of the most significant reasons that they have the record they have right now. 100%. So this is not some sort of attack on him. It is just that, look, like some, something's not right. And I don't know. At, at some point when your WRC plus is two yeah. over nine days, like the, he's actually he's hurting the team right now. They, right. they need they they need to get him right and i don't know if that's another d l i l stint with uh with a rehab down in triple a or whatever it is but i like I look at some point he need they they can't have him in the lineup and and i i i want him so badly to do well because he's another guy that that just it, he drives the team but he is hurting the team right now and you can't spend these games right. trying to figure it out that's what so, you do in spring training you no can't time. you can't figure it out when you are in the middle of the race you just can't do it that
4: well the hard thing with baseball too is it you know like if it's if it's another sport you know and, and listen baseball players sometimes get a bad rap and and you know i've probably been as much to blame as anybody but there There are so many mechanics involved, right? There are so many things intricate mechanics involved in a swing and so many body parts involved right and If you're not right and just a little bit being off to try to compensate for whatever it might be, pain. You know the the inability to do something. It's not like you know football where you're you know tackling through a sore shoulder or sure. hockey where you're skating through a busted ankle and you know you just tape it up, get a shot, and away you go. No, it's I think it's just different in that regard. And I, you know, guys, I think it's safe to say that this team will go nowhere unless the old tie France returns. I mean, it's it's I mean I even though like Nathan, I get what you're saying about you know the a joke job in a sense like to get not get in the playoffs at this point would be really, really, it would be catastrophic in terms of the collapse. But at the same time, if this is the Thai France you see for an extended period of time, I'm not sure how they can maintain this, Nate.
5: Yeah, he's one of their 10-pole players. He as other people have already alluded to, this is not a very deep lineup and it's being carried by guys like Ty France and Julio Rodriguez and to a lesser extent a guy like Eugenio Suarez and Cal Raleigh and mm-hmm. you know, he's just one of those guys that you can't you can't afford to be missing for any stretch. And Kevin's absolutely right. The problem is is that you, you get to a point where if there is an actual underlying issue that's causing this performance drain and it's not just a slump, you you can't wait anymore because there's there every game counts so much. We're almost to the point where we're almost at an NFL schedule style sprint where every game is so impactful that's what's going to happen. You you can't do anything but start the nine best players on that given day every single day. We're not quite there yet, in my opinion, but, man, in a couple weeks or so, it's go time.
4: All right, let's do this. take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll uh, put a wrap on things with Molly Watt Monday, brought to you by Simply Seattle, simplyseattle.com. KJR15 is your code at checkout to get a discount, KJR15. We'll give away some Mariner tickets a little bit later on in our radio show as well for the two games against the uh, Washington Nationals. Uh, Let's let's have some fun in the next segment uh, because there might be some history being made in Major League Baseball, and it could actually involve the history of this baseball team and what fans think. We'll do that next,
0: 93.3, KJR-FM. Hear us anywhere, anytime on Alexa or Google Play. That's Sports Radio 93.3, KJR-FM, and on the iHeartRadio app. Now back to Ian Furness. All right, welcome back
4: uh, Molly Watt Monday, brought to you by Simply Seattle, simplyseattle.com. KJR15 is your code at checkout, simplyseattle.com on Molly Watt Monday. Don't forget, we'll give away uh, Mariner tickets for the two games against the Nationals later on in the radio show today. Kevin, uh, I believe it was you that brought this up before we went on the air. History being made, maybe elsewhere in Major League Baseball, and it affects our team here.
2: Indeed. The uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers are currently 84-36. and 36. That's interesting because that is a pace for 113 wins. If they would like to p- surpass the 2001 Seattle Mariners, they need to go 33 and 9 over their remaining 100, excuse me, over their remaining 42 games. And that would pass the Seattle Mariners for 117 wins in one Major League Baseball season.
4: That is insane. I mean it, we thought it was the Yankees that were were in position to do that this year. They're actually in just position to stop flailing around and drowning
2: right now. Well, I think I think I saw that the Yankees have the worst record in baseball over the last like 30 games or something like that. I don't know it's exactly what it is. Anyway. which is just craziness. But the I mean 33 and 9 for that team right now who's winning 70% of their games is absolutely reasonable. They that's just they they are absolutely capable of doing that. And the thought crossed my mind because I think some some would say, "Oh no, they're gonna they're gonna take the Mariners the record that they had in 2001." And I almost wonder if Mariners fans would like to no longer have that record. Because, and I will not speak for people who have been Seattle Mariners fans of their entire lives. I've been here for 20 years. All I hear of people of that is that the 2001 116 wins. It's on the little doohickey under the banner is a reminder of a season that did not live up to expectations. I believe if the Seattle Mariners had won a World Series in their franchise, not even just that year, but if they had won a World Series, then that wouldn't be a reminder of, hey, that's a year we were the best team and we didn't win the World Series. So I wonder if there are Mariners fans out there, and I believe there are, who would like to see that record go down.
4: Wow. Uh, Before I answer, having been a Mariners fan my whole life and including since 1977. I'll let uh, Chris jump in first.
1: So I think Kevin is right that there are fans who would like to see that record go away. I think those fans might be kind of nincompoops because <laughs> great, <laughs> I think it's great, a big, great uh, term, by the way. <laughs> thank you very much. I, I use it far too often. My grandma calls me it quite a bit as well. Um, <laughs> I just think it's something that look, it would have been great to see that 2001 team win the World Series. It would have been great to see the team win a World Series between then. I also think that the regular season is something that should be treated more special than it is. You play 162 baseball games. You know, I think soccer gets this right, that having something where the regular season and having trophies for that type of thing, you know, in hockey has the President's Cup, I believe it's called, yep. you know, that is something that, the regular season in baseball should be the most meaningful. You play 162 games. It is the biggest grind. It is the biggest test of your depth and your resolve and everything going on. Winning 116 games is a super special thing. Ultimately, the goal is to win a World Series. And when you haven't made the playoffs in 21 years, yeah, I get that you get frustrated looking up at those. I get more frustrated looking up at wild card Uh, banners in in the stadium telling me congratulations on finishing second place in the division a few times that frustrates me but I think the 116 game record wins it that record should be special to people and it's kind of frustrating to me that it's not for others
5: Nathan get ready for uh, another wild card banner up there Chris yeah, I'll there's room in your heart for one. There's <laughs> one coming for you.
3: I don't know if you're gonna get an AL West division yeah. anytime soon, but
5: you'll get a wild card Good one. Question. I, I, you know, I, I know it's bad radio. I'm inclined to agree with Chris's perspective here. Um, I think that baseball's the World Series is such an old tradition now at this point that it is the established barometer for success in Major League Baseball. That's the way that it is. But also. It's two sides of the same coin because this fixation on the postseason almost eliminates what makes baseball the most special regular season sport, which yeah. is just the sheer amount of it and what it says when you can build a team that does something like wins 116 games. So I'm, I can absolutely see why people, while Mariner fans specifically, would look at this and be like, yeah, I'm ready to just not be reminded of that awful Yankees series in 2001. I remember I um said I, I went to a Bible college in Los Angeles and I watched that uh that series and I said a lot of very ungodly terms in the public space of my dorm room during that series. So I get it. But also, I think that that's a very special record. I I won't necessarily be sad if the Dodgers beat it because I just looked. I actually think the Dodgers, this Dodgers team might be more talented than that Mariners team player by player. (laughs) Absolutely. So, um, you know, if they get it, they deserve it. But I think until someone breaks it, that's a special record.
4: I, you know what? I'm I'm inclined to always be you know the bitter jaded Mar- uh, Mariners fan just because sure. that's that's you know how we've been treated since since 1977. If well, I could
1: create a situation where you'd feel like
4: that, I, I, I don't know what it, <laughs> I don't know what it could be. To be honest with you, I, you know, but I think I think you guys said it well. Like we're talking about something that's pretty truly remarkable, and yeah, they underachieved uh, by by standards of they underachieved with their you know with what they did in the regular season. There's no doubt about that. I was just going back to look and see, for example, that the the '90s Sonics, the '90s Sonics, were very much the same in that regard. I mean, let's see, they finished, they won the division one, two, three, four different times, four different times over a six-year stretch, right? Never won a championship. Um, I don't know when they come back if we're going to put banners up for all those, you know, Pacific Division titles or whatever it is. I mean, they won a ton of. Division titles over the years. I don't remember. God, I was going. I was gone for so long. I don't remember. I don't think there was a division banner up there for every year. Maybe there was. Maybe someone will correct me at four nine four five one on the old Tullamore text line. But um, you know, I think when you accomplish something truly significant like that, it should be recognized. I the wild card banners are stupid. I, yeah. I, I just I think that's just ridiculous. Um, yeah. Hey, we went to the wild cards and lost. I mean, who cares? Um, you know, I, I, winning the AL West with one hundred sixteen wins. Uh, even if somebody surpasses that in the National League, by the way, uh, in the National sure. League, I, I have no problem with it. You know, with, with with it being up there, and and it's a reminder of what a great season that was. It was also a great time to celebrate baseball. I mean, those two two three years when that place was sold out every night. Yeah, you know, I mean, you couldn't get a ticket to go to to the, the then Safeco Field. Um, as jaded as I am, it won't bother me. If it happens, what a remarkable run! What do they have? Thirty-three and nine, Kevin. Thirty-three and nine life? is
2: what they need to do to finish. Yep, that's yeah.
4: insane, man. That is yeah. insane, and yet doable by that particular franchise. So, <laughs> all right, uh, let's wrap things up. Uh, big week two against the Nationals, and then four against the Cleveland Guardians. Enormous week. Final thoughts, Nathan?
5: Yeah, I think that um, I feel like this is kind of a theme that we've run on, but they've got. They don't have to. They really should win these two games against the Nationals. And then at that point, like Chris pointed out, they've got probably the last real significant stretch of uh, schedule difficulty ahead of them at that point. They've got games against the Guardians. They've got a a talented, if grossly mismanaged White Sox team that they're playing, uh, the Padres and some other tough games. But then after that, I think they've got about a a week and a half, two-week stretch, and then the schedule just opens up wide open for the last two or three weeks of this season. So, um, you know, at this point, I just want to see them not collapse. They've got a a two-and-a-half game buffer between them and the Twins. The Twins are not an appreciably better team than the Mariners, in my opinion, and I think that at this point, we're just wanting to see this team go out there and win every single day. Every single day is just an opportunity to bring us closer and closer to something that we haven't seen since 2001. So um, I think they got to win three of four against the guardians and really win both these games against the nationals. Don't screw around. Oh, I like
4: that. A five win week, five and uh, five and two. And it's all said and done. Chris thoughts.
1: Yeah. I just think, you know, we can talk about whether or not you believe that every single game is important, which I I do believe, especially with how many teams that are just right around there and you can talk about, how you know baseball win 60 lose 60 i think it's really just important for this team team to play well because i want to keep that same energy that i've been seeing at safeco field over yeah. that series like i want these fans to remain engaged and excited yeah. for this stuff and it'd be real easy if they went 3 and 3 or god forbid they go 2 and 4 you know, just to, to be like, here it comes, here comes the old Mariners, here it comes. I never believed. I uh, haven't watched the team since Don Wakabatsu, that, that type of crap that you hear from people. <laughs> it just, I just really want to see them play well against these things. But I do believe the series against Cleveland is really important. And they're going to see two really, really good pitchers right now in Tristan McKenzie and Shane Bieber. Getting a series win here would be absolutely massive, especially with you know, sandwiched in between that are the, the loaf of bread on that sandwich is the worst team in baseball and the worst offense in a very long time in that Detroit Tigers team. So at Cleveland series, it's going to be fun. Go packs, safe go, whatever the heck they're calling the stadium now and, uh, block out those wild card banners. So I don't have to look at. Them.
4: Kevin, does anybody have a, a WRC plus at, of two on the Tigers that plays every day? <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's a good question. Uh, I will have to look that up later. Uh, <laughs> more, more right now, They're but so I, bad. I will say, uh, okay, you just mentioned the White Sox. Boy, I hope they get. Intentional walk with two strikes. Oh, my gosh. That would gosh. be so neat. Oh, that would just be respect. so neat to oh, see in oh, person. Oh, person. Oh, yeah. so I think- wish I could be there to yell at,
5: <laughs> at Tony to wake up. <laughs>
2: hey, hey, have you considered making this move in the lineup right now? Oh, that's a good idea. I'll go do that. Yeah. He, what a mess. I'll just say, boy, I really – I just hope Ty France gets better. And, yes. and I don't I, I, don't know what the problem is right now. I would be I – mean, I mean, it would be a good strategic move right now, I think, to not have him play. Um, and I'm sorry that that's the case, because I don't like that that is actually Absolutely a good not. thing right now. But I think it is. And I think they really need to consider that because he's actually hurting the team right now. And that is painful to say, considering the season that he has had.
4: He's, he's hurting He's hurting the baseball team, and yet he's the reason they are where they are right now. As far as yeah. uh, just, uh, I think what, both you guys kind of mentioned that the relevance of where we are with this team, the final uh, you know month and, and two weeks or so of the regular season I, it's it's really simple. I don't think anybody loses interest as long as they are where they are right now, and that yeah. is in the postseason, you know, like in one of those three slots. I think if at some point, you know, they had a catastrophic week and a couple teams got hot and they slipped down and they were a game or two out of one of those three wild card spots, I think that's when the true negativity and the oh my gosh, here we go again would come in. At this point, we got a ways to go. As you guys both mentioned, two and a half game clear uh, of of Minnesota you have a little bit of a buffer and you have Washington here, but then that guardian series, it should be an anticipated exciting series. Uh, It really should be. It should be one of those big time series that we get excited about and, and great pitching matchups all the way through should be a lot of fun. And we'll look forward to it. Talking about it next week. One more time on a Molly Watt Monday, Uh, Nathan, where can we find all your stuff
5: on my stuff? uh, You can follow me on Twitter, Nathan underscore H underscore B, my writing and podcast dome and com.
1: Chris uh twitter crawford underscore m-i-l-b uh nbc sports edge.com and the circling the bases podcast
4: and uh we'll be back we'll give away tickets later on something good is coming up next big thanks to simply seattle simply seattle.com kjr 15 at your checkout for simply seattle simply seattle.com back with something good next 93.3 kjrfm
3: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.